On this episode of Beer, Blues, and BS, Kid and I drinking some brews, telling some stories. And boy, let me tell you, there's some exciting things that happen. There's a surprise appearance. One of us drinks a skunky beer. One of us had their personal account hacked. Ah, it's been a week, but you know what? That's okay. You're in a good place and in for a really good time. In a world where every Rob, Steve, and Lane has a podcast, two good brothers will try to rise above the rest. <laughs> Howard Blues and the Mark Kidder invite you to pour a cold beverage, pull up a seat, and enjoy time with friends. Welcome to Beer, Blues, and BS. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Beer, Blues, and BS, the podcast that has forgone its normal, pithy opening line in exchange for some meta-comedy about agrarian hedgehog farmers of the North Pole. I'm your host, Howard Blues, here, as always, with my co-host, the man, the myth, the guy who's going to have to explain that joke to some, you know, like, two people who listen to this show, the legend... The Mark Kidder. Kidder, how you doing tonight? Well, how it blues. <clears throat> I'm all right. And you're right, we could do some splaining. But why? Why do the splaining when we can get to promoting? And that, of course, is BeerBluesBS.com. That's where you can find everything about the show, BeerBluesBS.com. Our merch store, number one, right there at the top of the page. Click the merch button, and you, yes, you, even Howard, can save 20% right now on awesome apparel and uh, other gift ideas for the holidays. Just use promo code HOWARD and get 20. Yes, count them all 20% off the entire store. At beerbluesbs.com. Great pieces of apparel and merch and whatnot on there right now. Beerbluesbs.com. Please like, share, subscribe. Whether you're on Facebook, YouTube, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Stitcher, Spotify, etc. We would love for you to click that sub button. Just smash it. You don't have to get the notifications. But we'd appreciate if you just... Give us a thumbs up. Thanks. <sighs> How about we do our best part of the show, our favorite part of the show? What do you say, Howard? I mean, we might as well hop right into it. I mean, you know, that way people can click off this video and go to that video that's right over there on the side that they're like, hmm, that's that's next. That's what I want to watch. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, keep your glass at least half full, and uh, there's free beer tomorrow. We'll catch you on down the old wintry Tuscan Highway. Have a good one. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. yes. Oh, I thought we were migrating to the other video. My bad. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. Knowing our luck, it's probably not even one of our videos. It's uh. You know, probably something like Big D eating kimbap. I heard it's a, a classic. Mm -hmm. It's in season. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, what are, what are you drinking tonight, Howard? I got I got stuff that's the nice cold, ice cold, nice and ice cold, right over here. But you you have a beverage dying right in front of you, and we can't have that on this show. Yeah, yeah. Um, hey, if if you watched last week's episode, uh, you know we had on the show the local geek, the official triple b brewmaster and he had brought in this year's batch of mini dna i did not get to partake because i was still on antibiotics but hey i'm done with that run and so uh here we go uh we get to see howard drinking the mini dna uh 2022 edition so i will say kidder i gave it a sniff uh when i poured it uh upstairs in my kitchen because me and this beer have a long history of uh, not always getting along. And, uh, you know, the first smell that I got, I don't know if you got this, but it really kind of smelled like bananas to me. Still kind of does. That's 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 the scent I'm picking up. Um, for those who maybe, hey, maybe this is your first time tuning in. Um, and don't know about the mini DNA. It's a beer that the local geek makes every year. Um, it was especially designed by Dialectic Brewing uh, in celebration of the birth of uh, the local geek's son. Um, so they gave the local geek the recipe, and every year he brews a batch. So it's a blueberry beer. So I will suffer through that part of it because, um, as everyone knows, Howard does not like fruit and beer. So let me give this a taste. Well, I will agree with you, uh, Kidder, from your um, take last week that uh, you don't really taste the blueberries. But it's got a little bit of a watery taste, or at least mine does. It doesn't seem that strong uh, of a taste. Hmm. Hmm. Now I wish I did have one of his uh, 2021, you know, versions to compare. But it's all right. Not my favorite creation of the local geek, but uh, I'll enjoy it tonight. So, there. There's my take on it. Kidder, what you having? <clears throat> it's like a hot take there, Howie Blues. A little bit. Or a cold take. Let's see. What uh, should we have tonight? Mm -mm -mm -mm. We're getting closer to the holidays. Um, let's do a local trip tonight. How about that? Well, as Orion helps me out over here, let's do the old Red Dwarf Raspberry Sour Ale. And uh, I've had this before. It is delicious, but you know what? Don't really need a reason other than having a drink to have another one. So this is from Laughing Sun Brewing Company in Bismarck, North Dakota. You can find them online at uh, laughingsunbrewing.com. Drink North Dakota craft beer. The sun doesn't question it, doesn't judge. It simply gives life. 
Laughing Sun is our beer, and our beer is local. Local brewery, local ingredients. I added a word there, but growing community. Take Laughing Sun with you. This is the Raspberry Sour Ale, as I mentioned. It's 5% alcohol by volume. What kind of beer? Raspberry Sour Ale. I had to. It's on the side of the can. What am I tasting? Tart, dry, raspberry. It is 12 fluid ounces and uh, hashtag Brooke and Travis. There's the proof that uh, I was talking about what I was talking about. Maybe. You know how this goes. Focuses on everything but what it should. Uh, Keep Cold, enjoy fresh, please recycle. All right. <clears throat> Put this in the handy dandy Fighting Sioux Yeti, North Dakota. That right in there. I mean, I don't I don't necessarily need this as as we know because I drink beverages pretty quickly and uh, do enjoy the laughing sun brews especially since they're a local brewery and we support the local breweries here on Triple B. So you get the nice raspberry smell. You uh, you get the ale scent there as well. So cheers to you, Howard, and you watching or listening, wherever you may be. Cheers to you. Thanks for being here. I do enjoy that because right away you get the fruit of the raspberry right on the top. And then it kind of, the ale is uh, like a, a nice smooth undercurrent that carries the raspberry right to your taste buds. It's, it's just delectable. Uh Oh, I have no idea what's going on right now. I would say that happens more often than not. However, in this specific instance, there uh, there are things happening that's out of my control. And so you just get me here, as we say, filling for something else to happen. And what is that something else? When is it going to happen? I mean, I'd assume it's going to be any time now, but we'll just have to wait and see. That's really how this goes. It's holy shit, it's Howard the Ref. Yep. Nah, now Peter. what? <laughs> uh, well, you know, Peter, uh, Howard the Ref only really does show up when a penalty uh, needs to be called. <coughs> Excuse me, Howard the ref getting over cold. Uh, Kidder, I got to give you two minutes here in the box for being a hypocrite. Because, well, back in episode 85, you gave me so much shit about drinking a drink I'd already had on the show. And now you just did the same thing in your usual smooth, hey, I've already had this on the show. I don't need an excuse to drink it again. But no, no, when Howard tries to drink 
something he's already had on the show. It's, oh, you've already had that. Anyway. Wait, wait, you're going to. What? I got a second beverage. Oh, you actually have something to drink? I'm keeping up. You've had that on the show before. You're just going to cut him off from his notes on tap? Yes. He's had that before. He held it up. I saw it. I have had it on the show before. I liked it. I wanted to get it out of my fridge, though. Oh, you know? that Let's get it out. So that's two minutes in the box for hypocrite. Ah. Well, hold on. Yeah. Because maybe I have not had it. Hold on. I'm looking through Local Geek's spreadsheet that he so thankfully helps us with because otherwise we we would be just up shit creek more than what we already are. So I have to give you a five-minute major because I thought I had it on the show before, but I have not. It was you who had this on the show. In uh, episode, wherever the hell we are, eight, and I have not had it on the show. So there, you can take this red dwarf and shove it. Um, take your, get her. Take take your two minutes and. Uh, my my condolences on your uh, early onset Alzheimer's. <laughs> Whatever. I mean, if it gets me off of this show quicker, then it's one less thing I have to remember. So, <laughs> I mean, I don't know who's really losing here. Is it me for not remembering? Or is it me for not having to remember? <laughs> I don't know. Right? Now I feel the pain of our listeners or viewers. <laughs> I'm so sorry. And if I apologized before, I forget, but I'm still sorry. I will well, say, that, Kidder. Yeah. I, yeah, I am making pretty good progress on this thing. I mean, it's definitely drinkable. I just yeah. don't know that it's like, as I said, I just don't know that it's my favorite brew that uh, the local geek has brought us. But it is drinkable. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> like, uh, <clears throat> like I said before, uh, last week when I had it, I think I really enjoyed the last year version that had a lot more fruit flavoring to it. Uh, this one was more the hell did I say last week? I closed I closed it. Whatever I said last week. <laughs> I don't know that the I don't know that the local geek well I don't know. I haven't I didn't go that far when I was uh, fact checking stuff uh, while editing. I don't know if he put in last week's if he was updating on the fly. I'm not that far in editing that episode. I, I just got to the part where we started telling snow stories, which, uh, hey, hey, Kidder. Yeah. Do you want a hot take? Well, I guess I'm going to get it, whether I want it or not. <laughs> Hold on. I got to queue up my Alzheimer's so I can forget. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What? What is it? You know, Kidder. 
for the most part, you know, you and I use Google quite a bit to run this show. But I, I got to say, their whole Google Photos thing is crap. I I have had more time because every now and then you you share like a gallery of stuff with me for this show through Google Photos. And almost every time, like it fights me in downloading stuff. Like I go in, I, I hit the download and it pops up. Sorry, <laughs> we, we can't do downloads right now. Uh, the service that we pay for, we can't do that. Yeah, I, I tried switching to, to my different accounts that I shared it with. I tried closing the browser, restarting the browser. I even restarted my computer trying to download wow. photos. And it's still like, nope, sorry. Uh, we That, uh, that web page to download is not available at the moment. You can't do this. Mm. It's like, great. You know, here I have a limited chunk of time to do some editing, and I can't even get the photos I need, so I hate to move forward in the editing because I might want to use the photos. <sighs> so. I feel your pain, though, because I tried downloading a video from Google that was shared with me, new ad, and came in 10... 30 10 40 in the morning so click the button to open the link from the email opens in your browser <clears throat> here it is download this video is still processing and cannot be downloaded okay close one o'clock oh yeah i should download that click opens up Download. This video is processing and is unable to be downloaded. Okay. Close. Three o'clock. Click. Opens up. Download. This video is unavailable to download because the video is still processing. What is wrong with you? Went into the uh, folder uh, a different way. The like essentially the back way, not just a direct link, is there downloaded three seconds, no problem. <sighs> you know, I thought Google was supposed to have all the answers, but apparently they need to reboot a server somewhere. So, Google, if you're listening, which I know you are, reboot that server. Which one? Just all of them. Just they need a good cache clearing reboot, just please. It'll probably happen in the middle of the show. <laughs> yeah, knowing our luck. They're probably listening in, you know, getting the getting the scoop on uh this uh this upcoming beer blues and BS, and then be like, hey, how dare you criticize us? Watch this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They just really haven't been our, our friends in some of these things. We've mm -hmm. had surprisingly a lot of problems with Google in this whole venture of a podcast that we've had mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <sighs> yeah i don't know how we could fix that <clears throat> i suppose if we you know just won the lottery and then built a studio with a nice desk and nice setup we could just do it there and then i could have a little control box switch between the cameras 
That'd be super easy. No remote stuff. All the audio and video would be in time. No lag. High definition. Well, except for when we bring in guests. You know. Oh, cause... no, they'd have to come here. <laughs> <laughs> Drive your damn ass to the Triple B studio because, damn it, we ended up finally winning the lottery and we have a chair just for you. <laughs> there goes two-thirds of our uh, of our guests. <laughs> uh, <crap. laughs> well, I guess at that point, we're going to have to purchase a, a Winnebago and then convert that into a mobile studio and then we'll have to drive our ass to them. Um... Yeah, I think we're just going to still have to put up with remotes. I, I just mm. think that's uh, unfortunately a problem we'll have to deal with. So, but you know, at least that case, it's like a one to one, you know, internet connections. So hopefully that would be decent, uh, better than what I'm getting right now, Kidder. Because right now, I mean, looking at you, you're you're very pixelated, at least on my end, coming through. Hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Maybe your glasses are just dirty. No, this is uh it, it's pretty bad, man. I uh Yeah. It's um I'm I'm going to hope I'm going to hope it clears up. You know. All the kids get off the internet and go to bed and <laughs> you know, we get that boost when they all have to stop playing Modern Warfare 2 and, you know, can we get the internet back? I mean, I guess, yeah. <clears throat> we also need to get you a a new supercomputer. Get the the power of the internet behind you. Direct wired connection. All the gigabits. Yeah. That had to be a long wire, though. Because where the internet comes in and where my router is, is like one floor up and over on that side of the house. So We can make yeah. it happen. I mean, I mean, this is, a, you know... The ceiling we could get into and run through there and i mean there's possibilities but i, I don't know that i'm quite ready for that kind of home remodel so yeah it won't be a too much of a remodel we just kind of move some stuff and you got a stick just <clears throat> good to go get some hundred plus foot ethernet cable not too expensive i don't think been a bit since i've looked at Longer Ethernet cables, but you can make it happen. I mean, it, it's doable. I just don't know how much of that work I want to put in right now. <laughs> I've been busy, man. Been busy. Hmm. For for example, or at least an instance, and this kind of ties into the tech thing. Kidder, I was sitting at my uh, at my desk yesterday doing some uh, actual work, and my phone <laughs> goes off. <laughs> My phone goes off, and it's Best Buy. And Best Buy sending me a thing saying, Hey, your order is going to be shipped soon. Here's the confirmation number. Kidder, longtime listeners of the show will know that I have no love of Best Buy, and that I really don't shop there unless I have to. So, uh, in, the, in, in the words... The immortal Shaggy, it wasn't me. So 
knowing that this could be, you know, a phishing attempt, a scam, you know, because there was a there was a hyperlink in the text, even though this was the official like text chain from Best Buy. The last time I got a text from them was when I got my new phone. If people remember that fiasco, which is part of the reason I don't love Best Buy. <clears throat> so being the cautious guy that I am, I, uh, I copied down the tracking info for this order and uh, go into my Best Buy account and put in the tracking information. And um, sure as shit, Kidder, there's an order for a Bluetooth speaker and a year of Amazon Music. Mm hmm. And uh, it's got my name on the order. But for a Visa card, that's not mine. And uh, it's being shipped to Georgia. Oh. <clears throat> what nice folk in Georgia is uh, getting a Bluetooth speaker and giving you some points. Um, no one, because I'm the kind of asshole that went in and canceled the order. <laughs> no points for you. I don't really care about the points. Um. Best Buy can kind of take their points and shove it for all I care. Um, anyway, yeah, I canceled the order uh, and then proceeded to change all of my account information within Best Buy. Um, but then as I was looking into things, uh, Google Passwords was letting me know, hey, there was a data breach that gave away your uh, some of your account information. So, Kidder, I've been having to go around and change passwords and on a lot of different places. Um, luckily, most of the places that had the same like password and username as my Best Buy account were really obscure things that like no hacker is like gonna go to and try and get stuff with. I mean, it, you know, it's uh, like one of them was a job service for teachers to apply for jobs. That's really kind of defunct right now. So it's like, yeah, I mean, yeah. But had that happen. So I've been changing passwords. It's been fun. Wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. So, and uh, yeah, they won't even get their speaker because I was quick on the draw. Yeah. Well, screw them. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it's not even worth like trying to report it because the name that was on the order was clearly fake. Um, it's the name of a bank. <laughs> so it's the like the town that it was shipped to was in Athens, but the name that they put was like Athena Robbins. Robbins is a bank chain that is located in Athens, Georgia. So it's like, I see what you did there. So. I'm sure the address is just some drop address that, you know, a lot of these scams I've seen, they, uh, they like to rent like an Airbnb, have the stuff shipped to that, collect it and, and go so that you have a hard time tracking it. So, um, the card wasn't mine. The card wasn't anybody related to me. Um, so, uh, uh, I'm sorry, somebody out there, they got your card and they're 
charging stuff to it and at least i saved you from paying for a speaker and amazon music yeah. so which uh hey kidder yeah speaking speaking of amazon music mm -hmm. you want a second hot take you're not a fan that uh, the amazon music is now included with your prime membership no that's not it but you're close <laughs> Uh, it is nice that Amazon Music is uh, tied into my Prime. The sad thing was, before it was tied into my Prime, you could request a song, and it would play that one song, and then you could ask it to repeat, and it would repeat. Now, every time we ask the assistant, hey, assistant, play this song, it always will play, like, playing that song, and other songs like it. Like, it always pulls up a playlist. Mm-hmm. And uh, because it does that, if you then request the song again, like, hey, repeat that, it won't do that. It just plays another song from that playlist. So, you know, if you're a toddler who just wants to jam to row, row, row your boat, and Alexa refuses to play it because it's being an asshole. That's, uh, that's just like iHeartRadio. They did the same thing. I want to... <clears throat> I want to listen to... Flagpole Sit-Up by Harvey Danger. Playing a playlist that's similar to what you want. No, I want that song. Nope, you, you, you get this playlist, and five to ten songs later, you might get that song. Until then, here's the rest of them. Yeah, but I want that song. We're sorry. We offer a premium listening experience and don't care what you want to listen to deal with what we want you to listen to because that's how terrestrial radio works right now too yeah and it's it, the, the sucky thing about that is even when you do want to listen to a playlist it'll like hit like the major songs but it's always the songs you hear like i've done this before i think even with iHeartRadio, it's like Hey, iHeartRadio, play me some Blues Traveler. Sure, we can do that. Here's Hook, because everybody plays Hook. You know, you might get butt anyway, but more than likely you're going to get run around. So you'll get Hook, you'll get run around, and then it's like, hey, now we're going to switch it up. Here's some Jason Mraz. It's like, no, I, I mean, nothing wrong against Jason Mraz, but I, I want Blues Traveler, and Blues Traveler has an incredible library. Stop giving me the same two songs. They've done other things that are good. You know, oh, I'm sorry. sure... We, we don't offer those. You know... Ah, ah. This is why I still have an iPod and don't stream, man. You know? I do have to say... <clears throat> I do have to say... Spotify... That is where it's at. And you know why it's where it's at? Because you can listen to the Killer Kidder show on Spotify. And if you don't have a preference of rock music that you want to listen to, that has hundreds of hours of music listening abilities right there. One click. Shuffle play. You're good for like 12 trips around the planet. However fast you want to go and how many trips anyway there's that but also if you do the spotify premium 
you can click the individual songs that you want to hear, or if you, Howard Blues, would love to listen to Blues Traveler and listen to all of their music, but even on shuffle, you search Blues Traveler, hit the play button, and then shuffle. It's all of their music that's on there. I, I don't know why it's so difficult for iHeartRadio and Pandora and I'm uh, assuming other audio listening platforms as well to do that because it's just a simple feature. Uh, you know, my guess is that they, they're hoping that by playing some other stuff, it'll introduce you to something. So then you'll want to go out and buy the song. That would be my guess. It's kind of, uh, hey, you like this. Maybe you'll like this and you'll give us more money. That would be my guess. You want to know the cool thing about it, though? On Spotify, there's an option where you can add in discoverable music, which is just like you're saying, or not check that, and you just hear what you want to listen to. It, it's just options, man. This is easy. Or have a good DJ on your side to introduce you to good quality music that you like which is hard to come by especially on terrestrial radio mm -hmm. yeah it uh it really is in fact kid the the newest song i've been listening to i did not get on terrestrial radio uh i actually got it off their facebook page because i i follow them but uh my one of my favorite bluegrass bands uh reverend peyton's big damn band which is an awesome name for a band. Um, they put out a Halloween song called The Werewolf Can't Come. It's like a night, it, which is interesting because they went away from their bluegrass. They did like 1960s surfer rock. So imagine something along the lines of Monster Mash, but like with surfer rock. That's actually a pretty damn good song. I was going to talk about this at Halloween, but I was, I was sick at the time. So, um, uh, that's why I'm bringing it up now, but overall, just an, an excellent track uh, for those who are big in the Halloween spirit. And by the time this episode comes out, it's like after Thanksgiving and people are like, man, that Howard is just very timely. So, so, so behind the times, so behind the times, <clears throat> which uh, here, let me hit you with another one. Phantom of the Opera is leaving Broadway. There we go. That that happened like two months ago, um, which is a shame. It was the longest running Broadway show or show on Broadway. Um, I've seen it on Broadway, Kidder. You've seen it on Broadway. It's true. At the same time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I was uh, I was sitting next to Lefty at that uh, that particular showing. So, yeah. Yeah, we were um, like third row. Yeah. Yeah, I was a little off to the side, but I, I wanted to be center. But, yeah, you know, what is that? Because we were there on a school band trip. So, of course, there's hundreds of us. <clears throat> you get your seats assigned by random. But I, I wanted to sit more in the center because there's the, the big climactic scene at the end of the first act where the chandelier falls. And if you were sitting center, kind of in the front, 
That chandelier looks like it's going to come down right on top of you, and at the last second, it swings over onto the stage. That would have been cool. That would have been cool. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Maybe next time. Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> right? Maybe next time. Oh, wait. There won't be a next time. Yeah. Not there anyway. No. No. Um, which is sad because a show like that needs all of the theatrical technical skills of a Broadway. You know, it's there's going to be people who do that show now in like small community theaters. And it's just. It's going to be missing out. It's just not going to be as good. Um, which is a shame because that is a very technical show. Mm-hmm. And my I mean favorite musical of all time but i'm a huge horror especially like the universal monster horror fan big fan of phantom of the opera i have actually read the book that it's based on and all of that hmm. it's good stuff but yeah sad that it's leaving broadway <clears throat> yeah the days pass and things come and go but one thing still remains us Mm-hmm. You're good brothers who you can't get to go away even if you, you know, beat us with sticks. I was going somewhere with that originally, Kidder, and it just, I, I lost it. I, I fumbled it, dude. You lost your stick? No, I just lost where I was going. Like, I was I was heading down, like, a, a particular line of thought with what I was going to say, and then... I don't know why I got to beat us with sticks. That's just where I ended up. And it's like, that's not where I was intended. Well, here we are. (laughs) Uh, You know, we were talking about Best Buy. And you and I have had many Best Buy adventures. If you'll call them adventures anyway. And uh, one of them, two of them, three of them probably even more than that, have been Black Friday adventures. Uh, are, are you going to partake in Black Friday at all? Only in the digital sense, Kidder. Um, I, uh, I will probably sit on my laptop. I will surf to some of my favorite hobby and game-related sites and pick up a few deals. Uh, some, like Privateer Press, their deal is up right now you can get their Black Friday deals now. You don't have to wait till Black Friday. You can do it now. It's um, a good thing they don't have to wait because they probably won't see this. Yeah. Until Black Friday. But they have such uh, interesting things they're doing. Um, with their new edition of War Machine and Hordes, they are putting out bundles based around the, uh, the previews for the armies that they're going to be doing. Uh, and they have their exclusives, um, their convention exclusive models up, uh, including a really interesting take on the Ares mothership. Um, I'll I'll put a picture because it's kind of a hard thing to describe, um, which was one of their convention models this year. And uh, I need to order that because it's for Monpok, and who doesn't love some good Monpok? Um, but that that's it, Kidder. I'm not I'm not going to go out. 
I'm not going to wait in line. I'm not going to sit and freeze my ass off waiting in line. I'm not going to deal with the crowds or the people or any of that. Hmm. How about you? Are you going out this year? Um, <clears throat> I don't have any plans to at the moment, which is kind of uh, kind of shocking. I know because that's one of my favorite things to do. Go get the deals. But looking through stuff, there aren't any many, there aren't many deals that uh, I really am interested in. Uh, I tried to look at some of the pre-Black Friday pricing Best Buy has done because that's typically what I'll end up doing the past few years. We'll do the early Black Friday um, pricing for things. And I was looking and I'm like, I, I don't really need or, or, or want any of it, I guess. Um, Halo Season 1 was just released on 4K. So I might pick that up. 43 bucks is a little a little much for it, but with uh with the other stuff, oh, they actually have a steel book for 60. Hmm. Well, <laughs> hmm. So, Kinder, what what got you into Black Friday? Because as long as I've known you, you've always been a Black Friday guy. Um, mm -hmm. I am mm -hmm. not. I think the only reason I've ever participated in Black Friday is because you said, "Hey, let's do Black Friday," and I said, "Sure." What the hell? Why not? Um, but you know, it's like it's it's never been the most appealing thing to me. I think it's just mostly been to like hang out with you and end up standing in line. Mm. Yeah. Well, we get to have lots of good conversations, and in the you know most of the years, we like three in a row we were on TV. <laughs> so there is that. Uh, really, it was the deals. Um, back when I started doing the Black Friday shopping, it uh, I suppose. 97 we lived across the street from the old walmart in bismarck and so we just had to walk across the street and around the building and then we were standing in line and at that time the uh, walmart opened at 6 a.m or 7 a.m i think it was seven to start out with and then you know the Later the years went, the earlier the store opened from six to five to four. And th the first three years or four years that we went down there, they uh, were actually, they'd make a huge thing of hot chocolate. And they'd make a, a huge thing of coffee. And they'd, they'd push the cart down the row. Hey, would you like some hot chocolate? Sure. Okay, here you go. And give you a nice cup of a hot drink and just stand there in the cold weather and enjoy that while you're waiting to get in the store. 
And of course, as the years go on and people get crazier and the deals get weirder and time goes on and cutbacks, then they, you know, don't do that anymore. But I remember the line for Black Friday when we started was maybe 40 people. And then fast forward five years, the, the parking lot's full. There's people lined up all the way down to the end of the parking lot at every store. And you're like, where the hell did all these people come from? You know, they weren't here before. So it's, it's very bizarre. But um, I just enjoy it. You know, back in the day, I was able to get my first DVD player on Black Friday. A little $20 DVD player that lasted a good four years, I think, which for 20 bucks, <laughs> that's pretty good, right? I mean, DVD technology was still pretty new considering. They were still selling VHS tapes at the time. Um, other other times, uh, Band of Brother collection. I got that. The whole uh, original Band of Brothers uh, Blu-ray set in the tin box, a steel book case, basically, for, I want to say, $20, and it was $100 at the time. So great deal there. I was able to watch all of them all the way through several times because that's how good that series is. And then maybe it was the next year that I ended up picking up the Pacific, which is, you know, the follow-up to the band of brothers, uh, series. Uh, let's see, picked up my sound system on a black Friday, my 7.1 Blu-ray sound system. Loved that. I mean, there's a, a ton of uh, Blu-rays, 4K, DVD games back there that uh, I picked up from Black Friday shopping. And then even storage, like <laughs> this. <laughs> this uh, two terabyte, three terabyte <laughs> uh External hard drive I picked up on a Black Friday for probably a 70 or 80 bucks. That was, you know, five to 10 years ago. Yeah, I don't know why it's just, I still have it just sitting there. I haven't really put it anywhere. <laughs> just, there's fine. But uh, I just enjoy it. There's just lots of, uh, lots of deals to, to kind of look for um, sometimes there there'll be like a, a blu-ray or now 4k that uh, has a really low price on it that I want to get um, last year this year I haven't found really any that I've been really excited for or wanted to pick up uh, the Lord of the Rings motion picture extended and theatrical 4K remaster is on sale for 80 bucks. It's like $10 off, so that's not really a steal. Uh, I do want to get those, but it's, it's just not cheap enough. 
So I don't know. The, there's things here and there. Try and uh, look for the different things and see what's uh, what's there. If I like something, look through the ad. That's something else I like to do. Flip through all the, the flyers and see how good their advertising is. How much are they trying to get me to buy this thing? Just interesting. I've always loved that. The advertising. Anyway. Did uh, did you actually get some enjoyment out of uh, any of the Black Friday stuff? I mean, yeah, we had some good conversations and had some laughs, but, uh, you know, anything else? You know, it Black Friday was just... Uh, it never really was something that like really appealed to me. I, I mean, I picked stuff up, but it was more of like, I was there with you and, uh, you know, uh, Mike joined us a couple of times and, uh, I think we did it once with, uh, brother Nico, you know, I, there's been times where we have done it. And, you know, most of the time, I think you guys had stuff that you really wanted. And I just was kind of taking it along. And if, hey, I saw something, it's like, oh, well, that would be okay. I'll just throw that in. But it's not like I ever, like, I am going to get this. I am here for this item. I just, I don't know. I've never been into that kind of mode. And truthfully, you know me. I don't really like a lot of people. So, going and being surrounded by all those people and yeah. some of them are very cranky and angry and yep like i just don't care for kind of that i think you guys would usually run and grab the things you wanted and like i would find the end of the line for the pos and hop in that and just be like the placeholder you know it's just yeah it's never been something i Really care. I've done probably more like Black Friday shopping since I really got into uh, board gaming and miniatures, um, just picking up deals. But I, again, most of that's been online. It uh, mm -hmm. where I don't have to deal with people and and such. So that's that's how I, I kind of view. even now, Kidder. Like I, I have with streaming services. Like I've shrunk my DVD collection down a ton. You know, mm -hmm. it's it, it's one of those things where I just I don't know. I don't feel the need to collect. It's part of also like why I don't shop at Best Buy. It's like I I, I, just, I don't need a bunch of that stuff anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, like before Disney Plus, I was looking to eventually pick up the Blu-ray of uh, the Star Wars movies. So I had that whole set. But now I have Disney Plus and I can watch it whenever. I, I don't I don't need it anymore, you know? So it's just unless you don't have an internet connection. Uh, but I you know like I do have some that I have kept. You know, it's not like I got rid of my entire collection, you know. So there are some that I, you know, and some that you just can't find on streaming services. Like I don't know that Death to Smoochie is anywhere. That's one of my all-time favorite black comedies um so 
And it's, that's something else with, with that, you know, streaming services are great, but the stuff comes and goes, you know, movies are here and you find it on one service one month and then it's gone when you go back to watch it or something. And mm -hmm. so that's why, that's why I keep the entire collection. Yeah. But even then, like the fact that the technology keeps getting better, like I know you keep like adding, like, you probably you probably have Kidder and Star Trek would be the best example um, where you have like the DVD version, the Blu-ray version, the 4K version, you know, the VHS I, version. Yeah, even with that, like if I got like if I have some where it's like I had the DVD and then maybe I got the Blu-ray, I got rid of the DVD, you know, it just. I, I only have room in my uh, in my house for certain collections, and uh, I've decided to put that space into paint and miniatures and board games. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. but you know, that's that's just kind of the difference. I mean, I don't really even watch that much TV or movies these days. You know, I I just I don't know. I, I try and use my time for other things. Mm -hmm. So. Plus, having two kids busy. <laughs> I'm behind. Got a got a section right over over there in the middle that uh, needs needs to be watched. But um, one deal this year is Halo Infinite is on sale for twenty dollars, so it's a uh, forty dollars off. Mm. Now that they have multiplayer, uh, Rude Boy Kyle and I are going to try and uh, get get that gaming in so then we actually play it because we, uh, we were going to. We bought it when it came out, and then, oh, yeah, you can't um, play together. Cool. <clears throat> very, very handy that you make a game and you can't play together uh, battlefield 2042 uh, at least on playstation is 15 dollars so there's there's a couple couple games and things out there for uh, those of y'all if you don't have them it's a good time to maybe pick them up if you've been waiting to Personally, we were, uh, Nico, Rube Boy, and I were waiting to see if Modern Warfare 2 was going to be included on any kind of uh, reduction in price. But I don't believe it is. In fact, as I check, just to make sure, at this time... It is regular price, sixty nine ninety nine or ninety nine ninety nine. Mm -hmm. So maybe it'll go down in price, but probably not. We'll see when this is already out, and then you have to wait two more weeks. <laughs> Yeah. Otherwise, uh, there's some some TV uh, and movie 
again, uh, you know, you mentioned that uh, you've reduced your collection and whatnot. Uh, a lot of the 4Ks are on sale. Uh, did you get to see the new Dune movie? Uh, no. It's on sale for 10 bucks, and uh, I was able to get that as part of the early collection. Watched it, enjoyed it. A lot of people were kind of agitated that it was slow, but from my understanding, that's um, how the books are, and they're following the books in part two. The next part of it, anyway, will be out maybe next year, so I'm looking forward to that. I rather enjoyed it. Yeah, Dune I've never really gotten into. Mostly because I have a brother-in-law who's really big into Dune, and so that just kind of hmm. kills that one for me. Yeah. Yeah, <clears throat> that would do it. Um, I, I, I wouldn't say that I'm... Uh, a super fan of, of Dune, and I have not seen the original, so I have no context on, you know, the differences between the two and how superior the new one is comparatively. But I believe Patrick Stewart was in the first one, and that's uh, pretty much all I know about the first one. <laughs> Yeah, I, I haven't seen it. Um, yeah. Yeah. No. Well, uh, Kidder, I, I feel like we've hit this Black Friday topic pretty pretty well. And uh, I'm thirsty. And uh, I think it's time for a second round of what's on tap. <clears throat> I could <clears throat> definitely <clears throat> go for something else to drink. It's it's a bit dry over here. Mm. What do you what do you got for the deuce? For, uh well, uh for my second beverage, I actually this one has been in my beer fridge for a long time. Um so it's good to get it out. Uh from the Imperium Brewing Company of Imperium? Uh, yeah. Or Imperian or Empyran. I don't <laughs> I, well I listen, they, they just kind of have like three squiggly lines for like their E's. Hmm. If that is supposed to be an E, I, I don't know. Um anyway, uh out of Lincoln, Nebraska, it is a long route peanut butter porter. Uh, what I got here? All right. Uh, let's see what we got on here. Uh, they have a little slogan. We are all on the path precisely where we need to be. Uh, Imperium Brewing Company, brewers of fine ales and lagers since 1990, Lincoln, Nebraska. Brewed with lactose sugar. We age this porter on fresh roasted cook, uh, cow cow nibs. Then add a touch of artificial peanut butter flavor. Flavoring contains caramel color. Store and serve. Cool. Below 40 degrees. Uh, 20 IBU. 5% alcohol by volume. Unfiltered. Unpasteurized. No preservatives. 12 floral ounces. Yeah. 
Hmm. So out of Lincoln, Nebraska. All right. Crack this thing open. It definitely smells like peanut butter. Definitely smells like peanut butter. So we'll give it a give it a drink here. Hmm. Kinder, I said this was in my fridge for a long time. Mm-hmm. Take a guess at the best uh, buy date. Probably about <clears throat> a year ago. Longer. Wow. Yep. June 17th, 2021. Perfect. So it's uh, it's definitely tastes like peanut butter, but it's got a bit of a bitter taste, which could be that it's just skunky from being old. I just don't know. It's all right. <laughs> Gosh. It's uh, it's okay. <clears throat> no wonder you get sick all the time. <laughs> uh, you know, part of the problem is I keep getting like beer. Like, hey, no, no, no offense. I appreciate the local geek, but I mean, he brought me four beers uh, this last shipment. So, like, it takes me a while to get through these. And truthfully, Kidder, the only time I drink beer is on this show. So, are so you saying we need to do more shows? <laughs> uh, you know, if people want us to do more shows, then they're going to have to start paying for them because uh, future Howard is getting a bit burnt out trying to keep up with everything. I mean, he's been burning the midnight oil trying to keep the shows edited and to a higher quality than when we first started and mm. such. So, you know, it's uh, it takes more time. Mm -hmm. It takes far more time than... That and the show's gotten longer. I mean, we do average about, you know, two hours and ten minutes worth of recording, so you gotta cut ten minutes here and there, and you know, it takes a while to edit a two-hour show every week. Mm -hmm. You know, when we first started, we kept this thing to like an hour. Mm. Yeah. So, we'll never be able to fill two hours. I believe somebody originally wanted this show to only be 15 minutes. Sure. <laughs> and here we are. Mm -hmm. I have to mention, now is also the time to pick up Band of Brothers on Blu-ray. Ten bucks. The whole whole uh, Band of Brothers, the original collection there. Six discs, ten dollars. It's twenty-eight dollars off. That's nice. Okay. Yeah, I do... I, I do get her just as you're reaching for your beer. This is a little skunky as I'm drinking more of it. It's kind of coming through. I hope everybody's happy. Sharing the misery with all of you. Kidder, save us. Have a good beverage. I was just going to say that if it's, uh, you know, nasty, just go dump it. Get a different one. That 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 beer not only because it's skunky, but because it's it's that is a good enough reason to pour that some bitch out. And I don't yeah. like alcohol abuse, but that I, that that's an exception to the rule. Yeah, that's uh. Oof. Would you like to go get a different one while I discuss the 
space probe black um yeah i might you should because that's leaving just a terrible taste in my mouth that's going to drive me nuts this whole episode mm -hmm. all right ladies and gentlemen here to entertain you with his stalling and his expert analysis, it's the Mark Kidder talking about Space Pro Blue. Kidder, you gotta say something so I can run away. Oh, well, if you want me to talk about Space Pro Blue, I have that one here. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say, Black Kidder, it's so picked. It's so pixelated that I can't tell, and the cans look blue. Anyway. All right, all right, well, you got purple and black. What do you want? Yeah, I could, I, I could see that now. Well, hey, listen, I, I said blue, but, you know, you do you. I'll be back. <laughs> so I drink both of them. Well, huh. We'll save the blueberry space probe blue for another day. Why? I don't know. Just because. So this is the Space Probe Black. It is once again from Laughing Sun Brewing Company in Bismarck, North Dakota. 5% alcohol by volume. This is a blackberry sour ale. In this, you should taste blackberries, tart, and slightly sweet. It is 12 fluid ounces as well. As mentioned earlier, you can find out more info at laughingsunbrewing.com or visit them at 1023 East Front Avenue in Bismarck. Laughing Sun Brewery. And we got the uh, nice can. If you didn't get a chance to look at it there in the video version, well, go to beerbluesbs.com and you can click the uh, YouTube link. Or our Facebook page, because we always share the video link to the show uh, each week and uh, all of our specials on top of it. Um, we just love sharing the video version with everyone because it's a good opportunity where you get to see certain things, you know, like the uh, KRDN Eyewitness Weather Now live stream available on YouTube, uh, or perhaps the Fighting Sue Yeti. So there's there's a few things that it's worth watching and listening versus just listening. And you get to see what we're wearing and what we're doing and whatever future Howard likes to put his captions uh, on the broadcast. So with that said, and Ryan standing by, Take a sniff of the space probe black. It, uh, by the way, is not uh, uh, black. It is an ale color. And as you smell, you get the ale scent, just like uh, the raspberry. And then you get the slight sweetness of the blackberry shining through. So here's a taste and cheers to uh, you watching or listening. So this, uh, the first sip out of it that I get, you don't quite get 
as much of the blackberry right at the top. You get the ale taste, nice smooth ale. However, you don't quite get a lot of the blackberry. And that's, like I said, just the first taste out of this. So, well, since we're stalling, let's give it a second try. On the second, uh, there's a little bit more of the blackberry in there. Nice tart taste, ale taste. And there is some of that sweetness as well. So I give them props. Uh, I mean, Laughing Sun puts out a great product, uh, multiple products, of course. Uh, this one is good, but it, I guess if you like a lighter beer, not as much of the sour, this might be for you. It doesn't quite beat you over the head with the blackberry taste to it. So I guess if that's what you're looking for, then this might be the one for you. So make sure <clears throat> you get a chance to taste it, enjoy it, hopefully. And if you're in the Bismarck area, make sure you stop at Laughing Sun because not only do they have the delicious beverages there that they make on site, they also have some delicious barbecue. Their food is exceptional, and it's a great way to have some tasty beverages and tasty food without having to go two different places. And it's right here in Midtown Bismarck. So make sure you visit them or find out more again, laughingsunbrewing.com. What else can we talk about while Howard isn't here? Because he's still there. The lights are on, but nobody's home. Might not be that much different from when he is here. Well, Black Friday... Kind of hit that. Hockey. we got to talk about that a little bit yet. Wait for Howard to get back for that. Orion's down here waiting for me to throw his toy. So uh, we'll, we'll get that here momentarily. Um, man. So many different things that we could talk about right now. But thankfully, Howard has returned. He got a new beer or something of the sort. And as he's trying not to trip over his cords and lights and everything, he returns. I, I, I'm back, Kidder. I'm back. Sorry. The uh, lefty caught me and we were having a bit of a conversation. <clears throat> That'll happen, man. That'll happen. Yeah. But um, I, I come with the new beer, Kidder. So... What'd you find? Mm. Well, Kidder, I, I, I have uh, <clears throat> had this one before. But you know what? Sometimes a beer is so good, it's just, you know, good to have it again. And, uh, you know, I had this one on episode eight of Beer, Blues, and BS. Uh, that's right. For those of you with a good memory, uh, I have a Laughing Sun Red Dwarf Raspberry Sour Ale. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Kidder told you 
Kidder told you all about this earlier in the show. Yep. Mmm, that's good. Compared to what I was drinking, that, that's that's good. Mm. So. Well, good. I'm glad that you now have a tasty beer, also from Laughing Sun Brewery. Mm-hmm. Very laughing sun heavy episode this uh, this week. Hopefully, uh, somebody from Laughing Sun watches us and actually says, "Hey, these guys are pretty good." Hmm. We can help. maybe, possibly. I uh, <clears throat> speaking of to share because you know we, we always tote on how. Uh, we want uh, people to sponsor us because helping pay for the show helps us keep the damn thing afloat. Even if it's just getting us a beer or around, which you can do at beerbluesbs.com. Click buy us a beer, share a message for us, and buy a beer. Three, six, ten, fifteen, however many dollars that you'd like to share to buy us a beer or around. We appreciate it, beerbluesbs.com. But, you know, if you get in on the sponsorship opportunity early, you get more value for your dollar. Why? Well, let me just tell you why. Because you can sponsor us here at uh, the Triple B and get in front of our Instagram, which, uh, Howard, if you remember, I had mentioned that. Uh, we're getting quite a bit of traction on there. Uh, I think uh, think I mentioned mentioned something about that. We've had a couple people watching, hmm. a couple people checking us out there on Instagram at Beer Blues BS. Well, it just so happens in the past thirty days we have reached over eleven thousand accounts, and that number is up about. 8,000 from last week. So now's the time. Jump on board at Beer Blues BS on Instagram or at Beer Blues BS on YouTube or at Beer Blues BS on Facebook and, of course, BeerBluesBS.com on the internet. Join us because. You can sponsor us, and you can get in front of a whole bunch of people, too. Well, good work, Kidder. Good work. I, uh, I of course, say that to you because you're the one handling the Instagram stuff. Um, Howard does not do the gram. Howard's got one social media presence in his uh, repertoire, and that's it. That's, that's it. I'm not a social media guy. Uh, I don't know if I've told anybody. I, I don't know if I've told this on the podcast. The only reason I have a Facebook account right now is because my work demands I have a Facebook account. Um, otherwise, I wouldn't have even built one when Facebook came out. Uh, but I was engaged to Lefty at the time, and she wanted to be able to uh, tag me in it. And so she gave me the ultimatum of uh, I could create my own Facebook page, or she would create one for me. And... Uh, yeah. So 
not uh, not a big social media guy. Um, so kudos, Kidder, and uh, great job on the Instagram stuff. So thanks, because that's all you. <laughs> I'm I'm gramming right now. No. Oh. It's all about the hashtags and stuff, you know? I don't know, because I don't do, <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> yeah, I kind of noticed. <laughs> listen, I, yeah. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> I, listen, it, it, it's, it's, I've gotten better. I've gotten better, but uh, I, I am not you in that sense. I just, I... I don't even think about it. I have gone back and I've seen like our usual Facebook post and you've gone in and called out uh, particular things that I like, well, I, I guess I could have added that thing, but I didn't think about it. Although I do have to say, Kitter, uh, there was one time where you put the at um, towards uh, the movie uh, Christmas Story. And we weren't talking about that. We were talking about the new uh, Christmas movie, A Violent Night. So I had to go in and try and figure out how to fix that. <laughs> hey, you know, maybe somebody else will find us and they'll be like, oh, you know, I I didn't need to find a Christmas story. This is actually what I was looking for. So I'm trying to help people. Hi, <laughs> right, listen, I, I just want to make sure that, you know, people who are looking for, you know, I just want to make sure that we're telling the right thing, the accurate thing. Um, but yeah, no, I'm not great at the whole hashtag stuff. I, yeah. So it's just, I don't know. It, I know people who like live and breathe on social media and I just, I don't, you know, if I have anything that's close to an addiction to something like that, it's like, I watch a lot of YouTube. Um, just kind of almost even more for background noise than anything else. You know, I pull up hobby videos or like I was watching the honest war gamer who I talked about with the slap chop controversy. He was painting some models using slap chop. And I was like, I'm okay. Gonna just watch, you know, have it on while I do the dishes. So yeah, that that's about as close as I get to like a social media addiction so other than that like kidder i am still watching the lincoln lawyer we're almost through it's only 10 episodes long and i think we're on episode like seven um still good uh we we saw the uh cameo from the author he he made an appearance um in a nicely done way uh they uh the main character they did a flashback and the main character was watching his dad come out of the courtroom because his dad was also a defense attorney and talking to some reporters and a reporter asked him a question and uh i forget the exact line back but he he you know called out the reporter for you know the the question whether i can't remember if it was a stupid question or a good question but he said the the reporter's name is connelly which is michael connelly and yes it was Michael Connolly, the actual author of uh, The Lincoln Lawyer. Um, so that was kind of cool um, to see how they worked him in in that sense. So still watching that, and they're working on season two, so that'll be uh, good. 
They're also doing a season two of Reacher Kidder. So um, I'm looking forward to that because I enjoyed the uh, the Amazon Prime uh, Reacher. Still highly recommended. If you haven't checked it out, it's, uh, again, a short series, uh, but very well done and a, a excellent portrayal of the character Jack Reacher. So it's on the list. I, uh, I highly recommend it. I think you, I think you would enjoy it. It's got a good mystery, plenty of action. You know, you, you kind of get a sense for the character and you go, what on earth was Tom Cruise doing trying to portray this guy? <laughs> so, I mean, not that the Tom Cruise movies were bad. It's just, he's not Jack Reacher, you know. It's, it's, it just doesn't work. <laughs> so, Kidder, are you watching anything new, interesting, exciting? So, uh, yes, actually. And <clears throat> kind of a surprise, I know, because, I mean, I haven't really been watching a ton of other stuff because uh, CSI, Las Vegas on a pretty much weekly basis. Um, Family Guy, when we can. Uh, Lego Masters. Those sorts of things. Uh, And, you know, they're weekly. The weekly shows. Um, Let's see. What else? Um, A Star Trek Prodigy. That's still rolling through the second half of the first season. And uh, tried to watch the series Inside Man. And have you heard about this, uh, you, David Tennant? You've mentioned, it on, week? you've mentioned it on the show, and that's about as far as my knowledge goes. So I guess it's a new series. And made it through a third of the episode, and then having some issues with the uh, with the, the Netflix stream. It was be- being a, a pile, so stopped, and and we ended up watching other stuff. But it's it's very British, and. With that, there's some slow pacing to it. Yeah. It's interesting because David Tennant plays a Catholic priest. Hmm. Uh, again, it's, it is slow. So I'm interested to see where it goes once we can actually watch it. There's that. Uh the episode last week of CSI Vegas actually guest starred Robert Picardo. Who is Robert Picardo, you ask? He played the doctor, the EMH, on Star Trek Voyager. I saw his name pop up in the opening credits there, and, and I, I went, <laughs> didn't know, didn't have any idea he was going to be on the show. 
So that was interesting. It was just one episode, of course, but um, it was better than none. Let's see. Haven't really watched any movies lately. Kind of waiting for uh, some of the you know, new Marvel movies to make their way to theaters or to Disney Plus. Get a get a watch of those. Um, and no real movie recommendations either. I will say if if you have Paramount Plus and and you might remember this series but go and get your Paramount Plus subscription or free trial and watch Drawn Together from 2003 or 2004 it's so raunchy and so unpolitically correct, it's just ridiculous and hilarious. It's still hilarious. Drawn together. Don't remember if you ever watched that with us, but uh, Rude Boy Kyle and, and Brother Nico both laughed when I, I introduced the missus to the uh, first two or three episodes of the, of the show. It's something. One of the classic lines from it is, what is going on? Yeah, I didn't really watch much of uh, Drawn Together. Um, I know of it. I just didn't really watch that. Um, I got one for you to watch, Kidder, um, that you can find on several streaming services. Um, but did you ever watch Staged? Um it was a web series starring David Tennant and Michael Sheen. I don't know if you're familiar with that at all. Mm-mm. So I haven't seen that one. So so David Tennant and Michael Sheen are um, they played opposite each other in uh, Amazon Prime's remake of or take on Good Omens. Uh, so David Tennant in Good Omens. Um, Again, if you haven't watched that, it's uh, is based on the work by Neil Gaiman and Terry Pratchett, two amazing authors, and it's about um, the angel and the demon who are supposed to look over the Antichrist and um, and bring about the end of the world, but they end up becoming drinking buddies and trying to save the world from the apocalypse. Very funny. Very funny and such. Anyway, these guys end up becoming good friends after being on that show. So during the pandemic, uh, they started this web series up where they play themselves. So it's David Tennant being David Tennant, Michael Sheen being Michael Sheen. And it's all about them trying to kind of, they were supposed to start this play, but they had to hold off because of the pandemic. And so it's kind of these conversations back and forth between the two of them. And it's hilarious. I've caught uh, bits of it um, and such. I, I want to sit down and watch the whole thing. It's short. Like season one is all of six episodes. Um, season two is all of eight episodes. And it's filmed as, you know, kind of like this show where they're on their own webcams talking to each other, uh, discussing their careers and and all of that. So, um, 
put put that on your list, Kidder. As a fan of David Tennant, um, I highly, highly recommend it. Um, just as an example, like of some of the humor, uh, they're talking back and forth. Um, they they're talking about like iconic roles, like, "Hey, were you ever up for James Bond?" And uh, at one point, my question goes, "Well, I was up for Doctor Who once." They're just like, "Oh, really? Yeah." And they decided to go in a different direction, uh, kind of implying that David Tennant got the role in front of him. So it's that kind of humor of some of the stuff that they're they're playing back and forth. So I, I highly recommend it. They're, they're short episodes, um, but you know, a light watch. And they're on a lot of different things. You can find them on YouTube and Prime and all of that. So something to check out. Uh, staged with David Tennant. So there. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Have you been watching any Doctor Who yet? No. No. Uh it it's been kind of a busy week. I I got to travel to Dickinson. I did a presentation to teachers out there, and so that took up some of my time and trying to edit this show and watching the kids. We're all kind of getting over that crud that came through here. So no, uh, as I said, I probably maybe have watched like two hours of TV like this past week. And it was both the Lincoln lawyer. Um, so mm -hmm. no, I'm way behind on doctor who I'm still waiting for. I don't know if it's popped up on uh, Disney plus yet, but that's what I'm kind of waiting for. And that's where I'll probably take it in once it's up. Yeah, I don't know when that merger is, or uh, the appearance is, is going to be. Because I know through season 13, it's on HBO Max. But with the new agreement with Disney and BBC, maybe it'll be on there soon. But then you'll have to catch up. And you are in the Peter Capaldi section of who, right? Yeah, I saw the first season of Capaldi and a few of the specials after that, but um, did not see most of his run. Saw nothing of the Jodie Whittaker run. Um, so I'm I'm behind, you know, and that's. Um, you know, part of that was just access to it and life getting busy. So, um, and, and a little bit of like the times that I had that we could watch it. It's kind of like, is this really the best thing to watch? You know, it was kind of rough in some spots. And so it just, you know, when time is precious, you kind of have to make that decisions and, Doctor Who's been rough for a while, so it. Are you saying dinosaurs on a spaceship? Uh, you know, I was still okay with most of like the Matt Smith run. Um, it got kind of yeah at the end, and then they brought in Capaldi, and it was just, uh, you know, the thing about it is, I liked Stephen Moffat during the Russell T Davies era. 
I thought some of, some of my favorite apps during T. Davies era were written by Stephen Moffat. You know, Blink is a great example. The The Silent Library is another one. He he wrote some great, great episodes. And his first season with Matt Smith is fantastic. But he, well, I mean, from a storytelling point of view, the fact that it was an overarching story that went the whole season that, like, really worked and played out this idea that the Doctor had kind of set this up from the beginning, like... I liked it because it was like, wow, that shows some like creativity on it. And it shows that the do- this doctor, this version of the doctor, which comes off very goofy and very silly, is actually very intelligent and therefore very dangerous. Like, that was great. The problem was is that he did that one so well that I think he tried to then every season after that kind of replicate it. But part of the problem was is that he had spent so much time during like the Russell T. Davies era kind of creating that first season like in his head that I don't think he had like as much thought into what came later. And that's where you get to him pulling just ideas, you know, and probably not refining them to the best of their ability. Uh, so that that's why I say it kind of goes down from that, I think. I think Moffat can be a very brilliant storyteller. Um, his stuff with Sherlock is fantastic. I think, though, that once he runs through the ideas he has, like, I think he needs to think about them. I don't think he's good on the short term. I think he's he's really got to think and ponder and plan, and I think he gets bad. That's my my take. And I think that, yeah, by the time you get to Capaldi, they didn't know what to do with Capaldi. And by the time they figured it out, it's I really wasn't watching, um, which is sad because I liked Capaldi, even even though the first season of him was kind of rough. I, I liked Capaldi a lot. So I, I'm excited for it to show up on Disney Plus so I can catch up and see the rest of his run. So with for me, with Capaldi, a non-spoiler uh review i guess for lack of a better term um i really enjoyed capaldi he had some great moments throughout his arc as the doctor including some very dark moments and some enlightening moments very good story about the doctor but a lot of it suffered from why, you know, why, why is this being thrown together this way? Why is this a, um, overly simplistic thing? That is the very complex problem. Uh, when he runs into his second companion, It just, it's all over the place. And what they're trying to do with her, with him, and it just, it kills the series for me. And it's very disappointing because when you introduced me to the new Who, uh, end of season one or even season two, 
of the new who i'm like wow this is this is fantastic to, to coin a phrase and then russell t davies leaves moffat takes over and it just kind of it's all over the place like moffat's a much better storyteller without a showrunner or shall i say in a, a more english sort of way he's way better at creating those individual stories and even incorporating overlapping arcs throughout that series as long as somebody else is controlling it and doing the main part of the work to focus what's happening because there's a lot that happens and rehashing things much like this show yeah. i you know i would i would tie it into to, to maybe tie it into something else for maybe our audience who comes to us because they watch our wrestling content and they don't watch Doctor Who. Uh, it's kind of a similar, I say, critique is what you would get from about Bray Wyatt. Um, I think Triple H went on the record saying, you know, Bray Wyatt, incredibly creative person, comes up with hundreds of ideas and lots of directions that they could go. And it's all about kind of controlling and focusing him and and get pointing him in the right direction. And I think that's kind of the same thing with like Moffat incredibly creative guy comes up with some brilliant concepts but you got to have that person who's going to keep him focused and not just going dinosaurs on a spaceship um yeah. you know I, I i i will give you that i just know that some of my favorite episodes are stephen moffat episodes mm -hmm. you know most of them during the russell t davies era and that first season with matt smith but then it, it really does kind of drop off for me um with him on that so uh yeah yeah it, it's interesting i i really want to see more of the capaldi stuff mostly because i i always like the doctor as a cranky doctor i like the angry doctors i don't i'm not as big on the goofy doctors um i mean part of why you love tenet is tenet reminds me of the fourth doctor you know that comes off very goofy but you realize very quickly that he's can be very angry and he's very intelligent and he can be very dangerous and that just makes him a cool character in that sense when you you kind of put that in you know and different actors have portrayed the doctor in different ways some have gone more goofy some have been very serious um and you know you find that and i i liked capaldi just because it's like oh we're getting the cranky doctor which was a you know nice breath of fresh air after Matt Smith's goofy doctor. So uh Kidder, speaking of watching stuff, uh I, I've been so busy, I haven't even been able to keep up with our uh with our team, the Avs. So mm -hmm. I have to ask you, how are they doing? Also, how's UND doing? I, I kind of know because you already told me before the show, but you know, damn it, man, we need to record our victories so that everybody knows the dominance of the fighting suit. So Give us an update. What's going on in the hockey world? Well, first of all, with the Avalanche, there's a little bit of a downtick. There are some injuries, including Gabriel Landeskog being placed on the long-term injury list, which he had surgery, so not good. Valerie Nachushkin 
had surgery out for a bit. So some uh, other players like Miko Rantanen stepping up, number one player uh, in the NHL this week. Well-deserved for that. Avalanche had a barn burner of a game and win in overtime in Carolina against the Carolina Hurricanes last night, picking up that OT victory 3-2. to two. And uh, that one, it was a gorgeous play at the end with the three on two and the four on four overtime, man, I, I, I speechless is great. And tonight university of North Dakota fighting Sioux at home against the university of Ohio, Miami, Ohio. You know what I mean? University of those people. And, uh, Ed Belfour, not only in attendance, but on the ice again, wearing a North Dakota jersey. And the best part about it right there is he's uh, being introduced. He's at the, the goal. He's got his jersey on, says North Dakota on it. He's waving and stuff. And he goes, hold on, hold on. Peels off the jersey, and underneath is a Fighting Sioux jersey with his name on the back. Crowd goes nuts. Does a couple laps and stuff. Skates around. Awesome. Uh, Unfortunately, we will not be in Grand Forks tomorrow for the signing at Happy Harry's. So you can pick up some more Belfour products at Happy Harry's. And of course, this is, you know, two weeks old by the time this comes out. So it is what it is. But uh, visit uh, Belfour Spirits, and then you can find where where Eddie the Eagle is going to be next for another uh, signing. So you can pick up some Belfour Spirits. Uh, delicious, delicious whiskey and other uh, spirits that they have. So the game tonight, it is over because it's 11.35 Central Time as we're recording this. It's It's been over for a couple hours now. University of Miami, Ohio won your University of North Dakota Fighting Sioux 7. Very happy for that. Yeah, no, that's all, all good news. Good news. Glad to hear that the you know Sue are doing well. Sue are doing well. Well, Kidder, I got an interesting uh, couple of things in the mail. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, one of the things I got here recently was an order that I made uh, from Reaper Miniatures. Um, part of the reason I made an order recently, I mean, I have plenty of miniatures. It's not that I need more. Um, but I, I want to share this because it's part of the reason why I love Reaper miniatures. Um, Reaper put out a special figure here recently. Um, and it's, uh, it's to help an individual. Um, Kathy Wapple is the wife of James Wapple, who is a phenomenal painter in the miniature painting community. Um, He's done a lot of great work and a lot of great tutorials and a lot of teaching other people how to paint. Um, he's considered one of the nicest and most approachable people 
um, that you can meet at a convention. Uh, anyway, his wife, Kathy, has been having some medical issues. And so Reaper uh, commissioned a special miniature to be made uh, for a limited run and uh, a large portion of the proceeds uh, from the sale of this miniature are going uh, towards her medical bills uh, to help with the cost. So just an example of how awesome uh, Reaper is. So, um, of course, I always like helping and giving back to the community. Uh, so I, I picked up my copy of that. Um, but uh, being that it's November, Kidder, uh, the, the free uh, miniature of the month is a um, figure here called uh, Smeagol and Gobbins. Hmm. And it is a gnome in a pilgrim outfit riding a turkey. So, uh, looking forward to painting this thing because it's just stupid and funny and I love it. Um, so that came in um, and Reaper threw in a bunch of awesome other cool stuff into that package. Uh, a lot of it was extra swag from ReaperCon, so I got a bunch of stickers and a patch with it. So, that was kind of cool. But Kidder, that's not the, the thing that I thought you'd get the biggest kick out of that I got in the mail. Oh? The biggest thing that I got in the mail here recently, and it's it's going to make you chuckle. <clears throat> Kidder, I have once again been summoned for jury duty. This time, uh, district court? Yep. Hmm. Yep. I get to report to jury duty December 1st. Gotta say, better you than me. <laughs> you enjoy it. I, I just want to serve on a jury, man. I, I just, just one time. Just one time. I just, you know, I don't think I'm going to. Being that it's district court, those cases seem to settle like all the time. So I don't have high hopes for that. Um, but yeah, I, I doubt I'll end up going called. Although Kidder, Kidder, uh, you know, you have some uh, experience with law enforcement and courts and such. What if I wouldn't dress like this? I mean, come on. Wouldn't you want a professional referee in the jury? Somebody who's going to call it down the middle. It's not going to put up with any shenanigans. Might as well. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Maybe Howard the ref should be on be on a jury. I mean, if you uh, actually have to show up, you might as well. Make Will Howard? Interesting. Will Howard actually show up dressed as a referee? We'll find out, but probably not. Which is kind of disappointing. And on that disappointing note, Kidder, we've been talking for quite a while. Uh, it's been some good banter. This has been quite the episode. Um, but we should bring it home. We should we should wrap this up. And uh, hey, what better way to do that than with some good old fashioned plugs? Hmm. Well, it's good that they've elevated themselves from being cheap because here we are, beerbluesbs.com. You can get some cheap stuff 
at beerbluesbs.com and the merch store with Howard as the keyword for your holiday savings, 20% off store-wide, everything in the beerbluesbs.com merch store, 20% off. And Howard's generous enough to let us just let this thing roll. So save now and save often. The more you buy, the more you save, in fact. 20% off. Use the keyword Howard to help with your holiday hallucinogenic hallelujahs. Or something like that. It's available at beerbluesps.com. Also available there is a link to YouTube where you can watch this episode or these episodes if you want to watch all of them. Thank you for that. We're also on every audio platform that's out there, including iHeartRadio, Spotify, Pandora, Stitcher, Amazon Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, uh, IMDB, Player FM, and more. So if you have an account with any of the audio platforms, search Beer, Blues, and BS, and please, when you find us, click subscribe. And then on top of that, like the episodes if you can. If you like them, great. Also share them because, you know, sharing is caring and it helps us get to more people to join the Triple B family and be part of the show because that's really what you're all about, having you be part of the show with us. So thank you for doing that and being part of this show. Beer, blues, and BS. Whether you're drinking a cold beer a cold whiskey, or a cold iced tea, anything in between. Thank you for being there with us, as always. Let's see, what else is there? Of course, we talked about the merch store. We talked about uh, the places to watch and or listen to the show. How about social media? Yes, we are on Facebook, at Beer Blues and BS. And we're also on Instagram, at Beer Blues BS. Search Instagram and Facebook. Please subscribe. Please like. Please share. We really appreciate it. And like I said, kick the algorithm's ass. Make some things happen on social media because helping us helps you. How does that? Well, we get in front of more people. We can entertain the masses and maybe even make like a about tree fitty. I need about tree fitty to you know help sponsor the show. You can do that too. Beerbluesbs.com. Contact us and sponsor the show. And well, I think that's about it. That's as cheap as the plugs can get for tonight. So, uh, Howard Blues, thanks for being on the other end of this thing as we creep closer and closer to Christmas. And we'll see how that goes. But uh, other than that, Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being here. We appreciate you wherever and whenever you might be. Thanks a lot. So until the next one, keep your glass at least half full. There's free beer tomorrow. And we will catch you on down that snowy Tuscan Highway. Have a good one. See you on the next Beer, Blues, and BS. You have been listening to a UA production of Beer, Blues, and BS. 
If you enjoyed the show, help others find out about it by rating the show or leaving a review at your podcast listening service of choice. Thanks for listening, and may your glass never be empty. UA Productions presents A Glimpse Behind the Curtain. <sighs> it has been one of those uh, one of those evenings where just like everything has been off. You know, mm-hmm. I I had planned. <clears throat> the the plan because i know my evenings can be a bit chaotic was right before leaving work it's gonna pay you know post the facebook early set up the facebook post for the episode and then i was gonna walk out the door at 4 30 because i've had a long day wednesday which i'll talk about on the show so that was my plan so at like 401 when the podcast video version goes live I start pulling up Facebook so I can quickly set up the post. An IP Rob comes over. IPA Rob comes over to my cube and is like, hey, you know, we got that email yesterday about uh, field trips, and uh, we should really respond to that. It's like, you know, 4 o'clock on a Friday. <clears throat> to to kind of come with the response to this particular email required a conversation. So, Kidder, I didn't walk out the door at 4.30 like I wanted to. I walked out of the door at 5.30, which I was supposed to pick up dinner for the family. So that made me late for picking up dinner. So when we got home, I had to cook the dinner. And then I was rushing to clean up after the dinner. And then we had to get both kids baths. And then we had to get them down. And then I had to get down here to start the show. And so it's like I'm I'm like 30 minutes off in my entire evening. (laughs) So... It's uh, <sighs> I didn't leave work until after seven. Don't tell me IPA Rob tried to have a meeting with you too. Not that I know of. <laughs> and if he, sh- and if he showed up, he was late. Ah. <laughs> uh. <clears throat> yeah.